is Intentional Dangerfield. Shout out E Cannon on the production over there. Shout out, man. What is good? Nothing much, man. Just uh, I'm here. <laughs> you here? We we would like to send a get well soon card to our friend Todd. He's oh, Todd. <laughs> he's under the weather this evening, so we'd like to send a shout out to Todd. Hope you get well soon, buddy. Most definitely, man. What's up with you, man? Man, a lot of stuff, man. It's been a crazy last two weeks. Man, what happened? Man, you've been here. Uh-huh. The salsa ambassador came Ooh, through, showed man. you how to most definitely move your feet. Man, I'm telling you, I made my own song up, man. I had my own song. I was running through the house singing my own little salsa song. Doing man. that one, three, four, man. five. What was he doing? Yeah. <laughs> Taught us the salsa. Man. And then, then we followed that back up with most definitely bars. Yeah. I just want to call them bars. For real. Habilius Ricardo came through with so many jewels and gems. AKA Loaded Lux. For real. He was his jewels was like slick Rick's chains. Bro, he was talking about being a spider killer. I'm the spider killer. I took that to the heart. For real? <laughs> man, but yeah, man. Man, we had so much, man. So much that came through, man. Man, I'm I, I'm just excited what's going to happen next. Very powerful interviews. Yes, most definitely. I just wondered how, like, I'm older than you. So how does it feel, like, when, when these guys, when these guests, these girls, these ladies, these guests come through, and they have so much knowledge. Bro, I'm going to tell you this, man. Um, I almost forget that I'm a part of the show when they come. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> because it's like, man, it's like you learning everybody career. And it's crazy because, you know, don't think I'm crazy or nothing. But it's crazy because I feel like everybody that come through, I want to be in that career. Right. Man, we had we had an actor. You know, what I mean, we had a person that, you know, specialized in kids and specialized in, you know, bars and rapping. And then we had a person that specialized in salsa and motivation. And I'm like, man, I could I take all their material, what they say, and I apply it to myself, man. I'm telling you, to be honest with you, man, it helps me on through my week. Yeah, definitely. I think because they're, they're so motivational and mm-hmm. they're so passionate about what they're doing and their ability to what they can do right that it's it, it just spread throughout the podcast man when you can listen to it again and you get something new out of it that you didn't hear while you was in person with them because it's a couple of things man i didn't even hear and i was like wow how did i miss that you know what i mean and i just take it and i'm like man i'm telling you we're on to something definitely it's a, it's a pleasure to be a part of this and it's really fun um Something that stuck out in the news this this week mm-hmm. that a what one point six billion dollar lotto ticket? Man, I was a victim. I played it. They got you. They got me. You, you, you was. You, <laughs> how much did you play? If you don't mind disclosing, man, I I at least paid like twenty dollars. You gave them the twenty. I gave them the hot twenty, man. Yep. <laughs> so I, this is what's always fun because you know we never win, right? Let's play what would we do if we did win? Oh man. What would you have done? So I think the payout was what, nine hundred It was like nine hundred million. Nine hundred million is Bro. You can get in trouble with nine hundred million. That's nice, bro. I would have did like two things with it, I was thinking. What's that? Man, I was thinking about going to New York and buying a skyscraper. Man, yes, and, and renting do- them out to businesses. Yep. Or I was thinking about buying some farmland and renting it out to people. So either way, you was talking about securing your money with investing. Most in. definitely, most definitely. What would you have done? Well, you know, we we definitely would have. Um, see, with nine hundred million, I would do something so ridiculous. I would. I would make sure that I buy a compound or a house mm-hmm. that I would not be able to sell after I died <laughs> because it would be just so tailored to right. me. But I think it might be so unique. It would sell. I would definitely have, you know, the you pull this 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 book out of the the the, the bookcase mm-hmm. and it slides oh, over definitely. and then there's a whole nother room and the stuff, all of that. <laughs> yes, we would be doing all that. So I would spend 
hundred million. Oh, easily on the house. Easily, man. I was. I, I most definitely would have gave something to my family. Now, De- I we would have did that, I, man. I was thinking because, man, that's such a hard pick, man. You got so many people you know, you don't want to forget about nobody, man. You know, and, and exactly. <laughs> so I, I'm, I think I would kind of do it like. I'm old school, so I would do mm-hmm. it like the New Jack City. I would set them all down like Nino Brown did after the Carter fell, have them all at the table and be like, hey, check it out. <laughs> I got an envelope for each one of you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. you no, nobody talk about the number. How much would you have gave? It just depends. People would get different numbers. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All, well, all family members are not equal. A lot of people would have been mad, though. No, something's better than nothing, and I wouldn't bring <laughs> you to the table for the peanuts. Right. I, you know what? I totally agree with that because I was thinking in my head, I was like, you know, some going to get that, that 500000 some going to get that million. You know? Yeah, and you you better be happy with either one. <laughs> right, 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 right. Because chances are you won't see me very much. <laughs> oh, I'm gone. I'm, At night, I win, I'm gone. Ghosts. I'm leaving everything in the crib, clothes and all. Everything. I'm Ubering. <laughs> I'm not even driving my car. I'm getting an Uber. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't understand like how... Illinois don't win big lotteries like it's always in Florida or California or somewhere you know what I mean in that yeah, it's, area it's, it's never where I'm know? at huh because um, 36 people if I'm not mistaken got a million dollars out of that 36 people right now the Powerball is I believe it's going to hit a billion it's at I believe 700 million right now and they, I'm a victim to that too I already invest in that so <laughs> I'm like hey I'm trying to see what I'm trying to see what I can get Oh, so that's what they call that now. They call that investing. Oh, yeah. You know, I I feel like this, and I was just talking to um, my boy about this, man. You know, you got to take opportunities in life, man. Yes. You got to. And if I don't play, I know that's a guarantee I'm not going to get that. But if I do play, man, that's an opportunity in a lifetime that you got to take. Man, I'm going to sit. I would blow $3 on McDonald's any day, man. So why can't blow $3 on On a chance? On a chance. Why not? I'm with you on that. Um, There's been people out here taking chances and doing things. Man, that boy Drake, he, he don't really lose. Man, I just seen where he co-owned uh, a esports, t- a pro esports team with Scooter Braun, which is a, a former major league, big major league prospect, uh-huh. and they own the uh, the sports team called uh, Hunter Thieves. Oh wow! Yeah, and they compete in League of Legends, Fortnite, and Call of Duty. Oh wow! Dude, so Drake cool. is just out here getting it. Man, he you um heard him talking about on the barbershop, man. He was talking about, you know, Kanye and all them, man. And I think that he made that show even bigger than what it was. Like, would you argue and say that Drake is a bigger star than LeBron? Ooh. That's a that's a compelling that's argument because there's a lot of different angles to that. Uh-huh. Since it's Political season. I'm gonna take the political route. I think they're both in the upper echelon, right? So, like, kind of like Habilius was saying last week. Once you're in that upper degree, those two are elite entertainers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, regardless of what Drake does or doesn't do in the studio or whatnot, he's a good entertainer and he makes good oh, music. Most definitely. And LeBron's a good basketball player. They're both great at what they do. With Drake coming to the show, mm-hmm. added another star element to the the show. Oh yeah, and it showed another level of. Um, I, I like this new wave of athletes showing like um, their self off the field, mm-hmm. like in real moments, speaking about life. Like right. we, we've always had a window into, you know, what the players were doing on the field, and off the field's been kind of guided. Mm-hmm. This is with the gloves off in right. a sense. So you, you get a you get the maybe it's real, maybe it's not, but you get more content and more context to to make your own decision from. I think now these days a lot of athletes are trying to they still want to be athletes, but they also want to be their own because um, I was listening 
um, to uh, another podcast that was talking about how a lot of athletes are complaining because when they go out to eat with their family or entertainers or they go out to eat with their family, they just expect you to do something like, hey, dance for me. You know, Beyonce, dance for me. Oh, or, no. Or, or LeBron, um, you know, shoot a shot for me or something mm-hmm. like that. You know, and it's just like, you know, just because you come out and you pay for my tickets and you come out and I, you know, I'm there and you're trying to, you supporting me does not mean that you just come to me and demand me to do something. I'm a man. I'm a woman just like you, you know? So I feel like a lot of athletes are trying to get in that element of just showing that, Hey, I'm not just an entertainer, but I am a family man. I am a, a man that has thoughts on this, on this subject, on political issues and different things like that. Yeah, that as well. And another thing is that social media athletes have been able, athletes and entertainers have been able to monetize themselves as a brand outside of the career that they do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's another reason why that, you know, you get a a good look into somebody's background or their day to day life because they're vlogging They're you know, they're, they're content providers for agencies right 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 man the social media the era is just crazy right now man how do you think if um the older generation has social media how do you think that era would have been do you I, think they would over abuse it like we're we're doing it now no and i don't think that this era is over abusing it i think mm-hmm. they're doing exactly what is needed to push the platforms and the technology forward older generation couldn't have done anything different than what they'd done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, we couldn't have gotten to the, the MacBook pro without the Tandy computer, right? Without right. the, you know, the, the iPhone couldn't come before the flip phone, mm-hmm. you know, because cause I think we're at the peak of the smartphone. Oh yeah. There, there is nowhere else bef- besides cosmetically trimming down the phone itself of evolution of this smartphone. It's right. it's at its peak. How how thin you're gonna make it. <laughs> That's exactly right. Eventually it's gonna be able to just fold up in our pockets, you know. Like eventually you won't <laughs> So you're right. I, I think what's really gonna happen is mm-hmm. eventually you're not gonna have per se a true phone mm-hmm. because it's actually gonna be just like the Alexa. Mm. So the Alexa and all these smart dev- like the what's the other one called? Amazon. The Amazon one's right, the Alexa. Mm-hmm. So Man. that type of device. What's going to happen is you're we're resisting it now because like oh it's listening to us. Mm-hmm. But what's going to happen is this younger generation is going to keep using that and push out the resistors man because they're not going to know any different because it's going to be so much faster than looking it up yourself right. hey alexa what did lebron score yesterday <laughs> that lebron scored blah 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 is going to give you all of that information that just from this you asking it without you having to do the action yourself man we're so close to it um i was talking to um, um a gamestop person and he was saying that microsoft is trying to, you know, with the new gen consoles of the Xbox that's coming out. Um, I believe they said 2022. They said that, um, you know, how you have the written display and you're wearing the headset on your head to see the written display. Xbox is actually trying to bring the written display to you as like Tony Stark stuff where you might have a glove and you wave your hand and it just appear in front of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like that's, it's just crazy how technology is just taking a whole new thing. Like I was watching black and mirror and, um, it was one episode that the, the, the robot that was like the dog yeah. was tracking them. Yeah. Man, how close are we to that? Man, we're very close, I believe. That's probably actually here. Uh, <clears throat> the the ability for the acceptance mm-hmm. is where we're far from. Because you see the uh, the Boston robotics, I think is it Boston Dynamics, mm-hmm. like the videos on YouTube, right. where they got robots that 
200 pounds walking up stairs. Oh, you can't push them down if you don't want if they don't want them to. Mm-hmm. They do backflips. Mm-hmm. Well, they they say, run. They say some of them are already being sent in the military. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. In mm-hmm. mi- at least in military type scenarios, they definitely been tested. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be the like the military gets the first of our technology anyway. Right. You know what I mean? They to protect everyone. They mm-hmm. have the. Is that really though? <laughs> in a sense, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. in, in a a dirty, filthy type of way, like how you have to protect somebody. Sure, right. To protect somebody, there's going to be measures you have to take that only people that protect people understand. <laughs> right. You know, most definitely, man. I I just I just hope that you know we're we're in the right hands of um, whatever that's coming. You know, because. Um, Man, I tell you what, I'm, I don't want to be in the wrong hands. I want to be ready, you know. But um, speaking about ready, man, I, I know you've been seeing that two-piece Popeye's dinner that been served out, you know. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. What you, what you talking about? Man, a two-piece and a biscuit with a side of fries and maybe a coleslaw was served out in the NBA, man. Um, Chris Paul and um, the Lakers, man. Uh, Rondo, I did see that. So yes, I did see that. So what? What? What do you? How would you? Would you? I, I'm going to tell you this right now. I would have gave him nothing but dental work. He his his whole mouth would have been gone because he spit on him. who? Chris Paul. Chris, Chris Paul did what? Rondo spit. Walk, on walk him. us through what happened. Okay, so I guess that you know they was having well history go back in 2008 where. You know, Rondo, you know, won that championship and him and Chris Paul was into it. And Chris Paul was like, hey, if you didn't have Ray Allen and KG on your team, you wouldn't have won that championship. So, you know, Rondo is kind of on Chris Paul heels because, you know, Rondo got a championship and Chris Paul don't. But so they got some bad blood history. Okay. Okay. So they got into it. They got into a little scuffle. Because Rondo actually spit in Chris Paul's face. Now, is this on camera? Because I keep hearing people say it, but the clip that I see, I saw I don't it. see. It. I the, now when they slowed it down, he did it so slick, man. Because he slick spitting. Oh yeah, in he, Buddy's face. Oh man, it, it's, he <laughs> <laughs> man, he, he lizard my man. You know oh, what I mean? Gleeked him. Gleeked him. <laughs> so did he gleek or spit on him? Because gleeking is a different. That's water. Bro, he did it was so precise and it was so swift. Lizard. Man, you, oh man, he he got him, man. Because when you see it, you kind of see the spit come out his mouth a little bit. It wasn't an accident. I don't think it was an accident because you could tell how he perked his mouth, you know, how he did it. You could tell that he did it on purpose, but he did it so slick. But if you watch Chris Paul's hand and his mouth at the same time, Bro, Chris, as soon as he did it, as soon as the spit land, you could tell that he spit on him because he wiped his hand on his face. Now, I do have to ask you a question since you have the in and the no. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, <laughs> this all started over a foul between James Harden and and um, Brandon Ingram. Right. So mm-hmm. how did so are you saying Rondo was waiting on this to happen? I, I think he was. Pl- so he, so he was- the, the foul happened. So he got pushed in his back. James Harden gets pushed in his back. Ingram gets the foul. Mm-hmm. Harden walks past him. He pushes him again. Ingram totally instigate instigated that whole situation. Ref runs up. Mm-hmm. Insta- uh, Ingram instantly <laughs> yells him down. Uh, tells him to get out the way. Right, and the ref is like maybe not even six foot anyway. So know. now enters Rajon Rondo. <laughs> <laughs> Looking through the crowd, peeping through my window. Chris Paul's right there. I've been waiting on this. <laughs> I, I think it was. I think it was planned. I think he, <laughs> he was ready for it. But he 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 gave Chris Paul two piece. That's a, yes. He, he he did because this is. I watched all that and I wondered <laughs> this. When I think back to the kind of the last incident that was on court, uh-huh. might have been when Chris Paul led. People back through the secret tunnel. The secret tunnel. So this brings a question to me. Ain't that the same dude wearing the cardigan for State Farm? The same. 
Yes. And the nice guy must have. When did he get to be a tough guy? Where was his brother? Where was Cliff, where was Cliff Paul? <laughs> when did he get to be a tough guy? Bro, I don't. I'm going to say this, man. When you when you muff a person because he muffed them. Oh. You you got to come you got to come with a, you got to come with a quick one. You, he he muffed him like the rest of the people with him had pistols on them. <laughs> you I, when you muff a person, you can't you can't just muff him and just expect him not to come back. You thought he was going to be no action cuz he placed his order. And he got hand delivered. Believe it. <laughs> chop he got, chop. <laughs> he got hand delivered, you know. And then, <laughs> Buddy came from the balcony. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, and, and landed a good one too. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. But did you see my man Nipsey Hustle? Did you see him in the background? No. He was ready. He he had his hands on his on his pants, man. He was he had his so hands that was up. Nipsey. That was Nipsey. I thought that was a like an injured player. You know how I just thought it was a player on the team that was. So that was Nipsey. Nipsey was ready. Oh, he was ready. He was ready. <laughs> what what would you have done? Would you? I, I if I was I if, I have who who am I though? You Chris Paul. I don't want to be him. <laughs> let me let me be somebody else. Let me be LeBron. Okay, a perfect example. What would you have done if you because you're on the Lakers? Okay, okay, because he he got criticized too. I know that's why. Uh-huh. You know, I took the high so, seat. So what, what would you have done if you was LeBron? Would you have grabbed Chris Paul or would you arrive for your team? I'd have rolled for my team because, like mm-hmm. I said, I I don't believe Chris Paul is a tough guy. But this is, but Chris Paul is the grand. He is like the the um. What would you call it? The grandfather or. Or, or, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer, so he's not even in the same league as me as being LeBron. So I don't have to be nice to him. Well, see, he is, but he is like LeBron's godfather, so his son's. You're godfather. right. I forgot about all of so, that. So you know, so how would you take that place? Would you be like, hey, we're just gonna leave it on the court? We're gonna argue? No, but there's 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 subtle ways to do this, <laughs> right? So I think the duration of how long LeBron had him embraced is the issue. Mm. So he could have been like, separate the man. It's like, hey man, chill, man. Like, mm-hmm. hey man, I know, dude. Did, we got multi million dollar contracts on the line, man. Let's let's not do this, and then I'm gonna walk away. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> I know what's going on. I know people are watching and, and doing all that. Like, because first and foremost, Chris Paul wasn't gonna win that fight. No. No, he, he already lost it. He really didn't want it. I'm gonna tell you this: a person spit in my face, I'm giving him more than the two. Piece. You getting the ten piece special? <laughs> a bucket. <laughs> you getting a bucket of chicken? Gri- grilled and crispy legs, <laughs> <laughs> wings, and everything. Because he had, you know, because people were saying that you know he's the, he's in the player, he's the president of the player society, and all that. Who and is and that? Chris Paul. He is like the president. So why is he a tough like guy that. out here? Exactly. But you had every single reason to dental. He sh- Rondo should have been going to the locker room, calling the dentist ASAP. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he might have got a headbutt. He should have been fed soup all that week, man. <laughs> Ramsey's was like, man. <laughs> because they say he uppercut him, but I didn't see that. Whoa. Yeah, they said that he caught. They said Chris Paul caught him with an uppercut when they broke when they oh, broke no, it away. I didn't see and that. And they said either. that he was kind of he was bleeding a little bit. But nah, I didn't see that. I just saw that that two piece special. To be had. honest with you, I, I do. I got I got Rajon Rondo winning a, a, a split decision. Hmm. I agree too. I agree too. Man, that's that's just crazy, man. I, I, you know, it didn't it didn't outbeat that. It didn't outbeat that that Ron Artez fight. You know, but you know, Metal Peace, World Peace. I heard he changed his name too. Again? Yeah, he's he's back to Ron Artez now. Well, he he needs them old checks. <laughs> right. He needs them old Ron Artez <laughs> checks because them Metal World Peace ones. Was he giving them haymakers, man? He was giving them haymakers, man. What what I want the listeners to understand is this: <laughs> if you've really never been to a a, a basketball game, because a basketball game is different than a baseball game and a football stadium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The basketball arenas are built coliseumish, so they're up; mm. they're not spread out. Right, right, right. So about three steps into the crowd, 
into the cheap seats, them basketball players can get to you. Oh yeah, in a hurry. They're not far. <laughs> right. They're just down there. They're, you know what I mean. They're not over there. They're down there. So they can hear everything you're saying. It's a real intimate environment. Mm-hmm. Cause what escalate? You know, cause when that happened, I was kind of young. Dude so threw a drink on him. That's what I heard. And like I said, you can see you did it. <laughs> There's no like you're right there, right, man. All I saw was his just his hands cocking back, man. He was he was cocking all the way back, man. He was trying to blow somebody's stadium off, man. Man, you know, it, I guess it's something that's you know you don't like to see in sports, but it's a real occasion. It's it's something that have to, you know that especially American fans need to realize that mm-hmm. just because you're a fan. You need to be acting, yeah, respectful. Saw that dude that ran up on Westbrook last year. Yeah, that 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 fan. Yeah, <laughs> but this is the question I had to ask you: Do you think the punishment was was enough or was cruel? Do you think because for who are we talking about this this recent issue, or are we for, talking about for Chris Paul? Then what did they get? Well, I think um, I think it was like maybe like. Three games, two games, or something like that. But I felt like Brandon Ingram should have got the most punishment. I feel like he should have got suspended for at least ten or eleven games. Man, he was the instigator. I mean he mm-hmm. he caused the foul, and then he you know he could have let Harden just pass, but he wasn't having it mm-hmm. because uh, you know I I just felt like he he instigated that whole thing. But man. I don't know. I don't know if, if the NBA should just let them fight because they fight in hockey. You know, I what they get like what they get like ten minutes or something like they let them go for ten minutes or something like that in hockey. I don't know how long they let you go. I know they let you go until you hit the ground though. <laughs> but then you get put in the box. But I don't necessarily think that you should be able to just mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. without repercussion. Most definitely, it was entertaining though. Yeah. Um, some entertainment that's coming up, you know, it's end of the month to be Halloween. Mm-hmm. So we just want to put a public service announcement out there. Um, Megan Kelly, the announcer, she has a show on Fox. Uh-huh. She been criticized this week because she thought it was okay that you can dress in blackface costume. Oh, wow. So as a public service announcement, we would just like everyone to know it is not okay to dress up as another ethnicity or person. Mm-hmm. Like I get that you want to be a character. <laughs> Literally. Well, you, you're fine until you tan your skin, mm-hmm. change the color of your skin or the texture of your hair. Right. Outside of that, <laughs> your costume can be so authentic. <laughs> but you're going to get into problems Almost if you do definitely. what we was talking about not to do. Man, when you painting your face black, you know uh, you you you're trying to win the award, aren't you're you? Try- <laughs> you're trying you're trying to put a per- just like um, I can't remember where it was at, man. But um, I was looking on the news and they had that um, they had like uh, um, I, I don't want to say a scarecrow, but like a um, like a person that was that was stat- stuffed in, in, you know, in cotton and hay. Yep. And they had it as a black person that was being hung from the tree. And I'm and they're trying to say, oh, well, it's not. It's a scarecrow. You know, we just put it like that. Um, it had a, uh, a, 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 Jay, a Michael Myers face mask and somebody took the face mask off. You know, we didn't mean it like that. But no, I'm pretty sure you walked out that house. And you looked at the decoration and you was like, oh, the face mask is now. I'm going to leave it up there because of like a black person. I think they knew what they was doing. But the police officer took it down and it's not up no more. But come on now. You know what you're doing. I think you know what you're doing, especially when you say how sorry you are. I know how you feel and what you mean by when you address your. I'm sorry. Right. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? A, a, a candid person would be like, oh, that's, you know, I definitely, I'm not like this. Right. This would, you know, I'm, I'm, I never meant for none of this to happen. Right. Those type of words would come out of your mouth. If those don't happen, you ain't serious. It's crazy, man. Have you, have you, have you seen Halloween yet? I want to so bad because I'm a big Michael. Like, 
I was a bad kid growing up. <laughs> I was into everything. Uh-huh. So to kind of settle me down, my sisters, they were older, uh-huh. would make me watch scary movies. But I started liking them. Not like that, but I wasn't afraid of them. Uh-huh. So Michael Myers was my guy. Man. I want to see this new one. Dude, I remember when I was little, I had I dressed up for Halloween as him. And I had like the dopest mask costume ever dude yeah dude i had like the it was a mask and it covered it was a black um veil that covered my my head and yeah. my face and then it was a mask and then i had like it was like a heart that goes into your chest like and it goes on your shirt and when you press on it the blood was squirt out the mask yeah man. oh it was so dope man man it got tore up i don't know what happened to it. i think my mom got rid of it because she was like he's too obsessed with this mask but. she was she wasn't feeling <laughs> no nah, she wasn't feeling it what, what's your what's your favorite halloween score what's your favorite halloween candy favorite halloween candy man man i man i loved getting the the any type of candy bar Bro, I love Snickers. It's something about Snickers. Halloween Snickers, the 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 bite size. Bro, Murder I can run them. <laughs> I can run through, bro. What's your favorite? I think that maybe not the bite size uh-huh. Snicker, but mm-hmm. the fun size Snicker. Oh yeah, man. But that's like two of them together. What's your worst candy? That's a good one. I'm not messing with nothing of no <laughs> almond joy. Don't don't do that. Um. <laughs> Anything else? Like special dark? I don't want that dark chocolate. No, no not at all. Bro. I'll mess with the good bar. I'll work with you on most of. Am I bogus? I don't want the regular Hershey's chocolate either. <laughs> now, what kind? Like the regular dark kind? Or you neither? Just, neither. Not the cookies and cream. See, that's not regular. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll mess with that, but just regular milk chocolate Hershey. <laughs> I'd rather have a, a Tootsie Roll. Bro, I hate the Dookie Brown old Tissy Rolls. I can't do it, bro. I'm sick of them. It's time to get rid of them. They're they're played out. It's time. We we need to all get them together, bro, and just burn them. Because a Dookie, we, bro. And, and then and then they got the then they got the 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 little. It's more than a bite size. Yeah. It's the pause. The four inch. Oh man! The four inch, the the one that got two in the pack. Oh man! Where you can break off and share. I don't want none of it. You can keep it. I don't give it to me. And when you, it, 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 the most disappointed thing when I was a kid, is going up to the house and you just see a whole bowl full of them. No, no other choices but just that. You know what's worse than <laughs> that choice with Tootsie Rolls? What's that? The flavored Tootsie Rolls. I love the flavored ones. Oh, no. I, the vanilla? Oh, oh my no. God, man. Why don't you eat the orange ones, too? You eat the orange I and the like lime. I like them, too. But you don't like the chocolate ones? I hate them, bro. Oh. It's just a, it just got that old taste to it. man. It's time to go. It's really not chocolate. What is it? It says it is, but that's not chocolate taste to me. Why do chocolate stink? It do it, it does have a funk to it, yeah, don't man. it? Like it's a funky. smell. It's funky. It does. <laughs> so does bags of chips. Right. right. <laughs> what what's the most um what's the most um memorable costume you had? Man, I ain't <laughs> I haven't dressed up too much in my recent memory, but man, I I wore a Jason mask a, a, a time or two. I had a I, I think that I have a dope. Uh, I have a, a picture on Instagram or something. I I, have, I was a dope vampire one time. <laughs> uh-huh. Protect your neck out there. I'm at you. You know, vamp life. Yeah, man. I think the I did crisscross. We did me and my guy AJ. Shout out AJ Acres. Shout out. We did crisscross. Uh, I think it was seventh grade year. Seventh grade year. Yep. Man, I you know. My mom couldn't afford costumes, man, so I was everything. Man, I was probably crisscross from the pants, Superman from the shirt, Jason from the head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I was everything, man. But, man, I was I was thinking, um, I was talking to my homeboy, man. Shout out to Billy, man. He, man, he funny guy, man. We was talking about some of the funniest moments of Halloween when we went trick-or-treating. Now, I, what, what age did you stop trick-or-treating? Again, so, like I said, I didn't really... I'm a weird guy. 
in <laughs> in certain instances. Uh-huh. So I I really didn't I really don't mess with holidays too much uh-huh. in the the spirit sense. So I was done dressing up with I think my last dress up, like I said, was probably like seventh grade. Seventh grade? Yeah. Man, you bad. And I really didn't dress up because I was just dressing like some rappers. Bro, I was I was trick or treating since I was a freshman. <laughs> they were because, still handy. It, well, some of them didn't answer the door because they thought it was a grown man. I was going to say because you, you probably <laughs> were grown man size. Man, Paul. I can't. Man, I can't. <laughs> yeah, but I came in uh, one time and um, I just had a mask, man. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Lights off. I I just had a mask, right? And um, man, this this one girl answered. She was a woman, an older woman. She answered the door. She was like, she was like, boy, you better go get you a a costume. You too old to be trick or treat. Get your butt off our ste- off our step, man. Man, I took off running. Man, tripped over a couple of rocks, man. Fell, rolled Man I had like the most slimiest thing on my hand I didn't know what it was I think I rolled over in a snail But man (laughs) Me and my boy was talking about that man Because we really thought she was going to Going to get a gun or something You know But man we just You know we kids man We just trying to trick or treat We just trying to have fun But man what what age would you say is Because you know they got a curfew now They do I group I, this is it's, it's crazy because like I grew up kind of in a different era too because you had to really watch the candy and Man. stuff when I was growing up because kids were I get I don't know it might have been media hype or whatever mm-hmm. at the time but was, when I was growing up kids were getting abducted oh, kidnapped yeah. and you would get poisoned at at Halloween if you didn't protect, or if you didn't go through that candy. But who was eating apples? Bro, they was putting um I saw one thing, they was putting needles in the Twizzlers. Right. Mhm. So that's that's dirty. That's dirty, bro. Cuz imagine that get up in your gums. <laughs> Shout out to Todd Shredder. Sorts of rats. Man. But yeah, man, we had, we had some good good memories on Halloween, man. I I've been seeing all these memes about, you know, Michael Myers, man, and have you seen the one that he replied back when they was talking to, you know, I'm pretty sure you So see, Mike replied back to himself when he replied say? back, man. Where they said that he, you know, he got burned again, you know. And, you know, not to tell the movie, but, you know, that's what, you know, what happened. Not to spoil the movie. It's more to the movie than that. And he came back out. He said, I ain't get burned again. If you look, if you look back, <laughs> if you look back, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'm going to kill my sister later. Stay out of my business. You know, that's and funny. I, I was it was just dope. But man, th- that movie, you if you have not seen it and I'm not going to tell it, but it's it's really good, man, how they put it together. I thought. I didn't think it was going to be as good as it was. Would I go back and see it again like Black Panther? No. Right. But it was most definitely worth going to see. It was fun. Now, I have to ask you because of the fan that I am, and I know there's some listeners out there, certain ones that are the same level of fan. Uh-huh. Have you seen any of the other Halloweens? Have you I, seen the Rob Zombie ones? Um. You know, man, I was so young when I was probably watching them, you know, because my so mom. So the Rob Zombie ones are the most recent. Okay. They're the remakes of one and two. Now, I didn't like the Buster Arm one. The one with, that was the most worst one. Probably Buster so, Arms yes. And he got killed in it, too. He should. <laughs> they had a, it was a reality show, Haunted House. Everybody should die in there. Haunted House? Which, now, wait a minute. That's you, the one you're talking about, the Buster Okay, one. okay, okay. Because it was a Halloween point two zero or something well, like that's that? That's another one, 2.0. Okay. That's 2. the one 0. with LL. Okay, okay. Because, man, it, it's been a minute. But from my memory, I felt like it was dope because how, you know, not to give spoilers, but how they came, you know, they used, like, the old writing. You know how it started off? Like the critics, the old little yellow writing. The old font. They they yeah. use the old font. And I thought that was creative. But how they they kinda took the idea of him out of the mask. Of you learning about him out of the mask. And, you know, I don't want to give like I said, I don't want to give too much spoilers of it, but it had a good story 
and 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 the actors, man, they used some of the old actors in the first one. Right. You know, so I thought that was dope too, because usually you don't find that that type of when they remake a movie or something or a spinoff or another version of it. You know, you get that person that looked like that person, but they had the same actor. Man, she I heard she was sixteen years old when she first with his sister. I can't think of Jamie her name. Lee Curtis. Uh-huh. Yeah. She was sixteen years old when yeah. she done that. Wow. It was a, it's a it was an interesting film because again, being a fan of it, I've seen I've seen it many times and I've seen it in many forms. And one of the director's cuts edition of it, it really gives emphasis to sound and mm-hmm. sonic and our sound guys and the people that create sound in the music industry, in the film industry. They were playing, they were showing Halloween one, mm-hmm. the Wes Cravens mm-hmm. or John Carpenter, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Without the score to it, it's mm-hmm. not even scary at all. Oh, wow. it's stupid. Mm-hmm. The synthesizer and the score behind it is where all the intenseness, all the fear, the suspense is created. If you watch that film without the score to it, it is a shell of what it is. You wouldn't, you would never watch wow. it again. It's crazy how intense just the environment comes to life with the the soundtrack to it it's, it was amazing dude that's crazy how music and sound effects can make can like dove into your mind because if you think about it like if you didn't have the music and sound effects like the scariest part of the movies where you jump right would you jump you wouldn't you know what i mean and if you would it wouldn't be to the level you did right 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 it's just something about that eerie sound that gets you and then boom you know what i mean but man, it was it was pretty good. What is one of the most scariest movies you watched? Man, it just depends because, like, again, I was a bad kid, so you had to put hands on me to get me to act right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a lot of scary movies wasn't scary, but one that definitely was scary to me at the time. Mm-hmm. I wasn't scared of no Poltergeist or Exorcist, none of that. Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, bro, because they say they didn't find him, bro. The the part that's crazy because I can relate to you on that because the part that traumatized me when I was little is when he crushed her head. Remember, like he had the he, it was like a robotic leg that he had, yeah, and he was pressing it to crush her head, bro. It like traumatized me, and even even when I watched the newer ones, I'm like, man, please don't let that part be in there because it like it it just did something to me. But I totally agree because. Bro, they haven't found him. Is he still alive? Maybe. Bro, what is he doing? The, running around still with chains? It was. It was the the, <laughs> and the film was so dirty and grim, mm-hmm. grimy the Man. way they shot it. It was. It was. But you know, there was a point in time that uh, Jason had me scared too. Man, what about Freddy Krueger? Never, because he talked too much and I, he had too much game. <laughs> he was like the people I knew that he all. He he always wanted to say something, so I wasn't scared of him. Bro, I, I, you know what? That sweater is priceless, bro. And the hat, though. It's, it's, the fedora. Don't forget the fedora. It matches. Bro, my mom, the, the reason why in the last podcast we was talking about dolls, and you know how I feel about Barbie dolls, that plastic. Right. So my mom stayed in the old hotel, okay? And on top of the TV was a Freddy Krueger doll. Um, what? Man, oh, yes, it was just sitting there. Man, she grabbed it and brought it home to me. And it terrified me, man. It terrified me because it had one shoe on and one shoe off. <laughs> and I mean, you this whole doll can come apart, man. But I'd never really been afraid of Fred. I just thought he was a joke, you know. So who was you afraid of? Man, to be honest with you, I was afraid of um, the ring. The ring, you know, the ring lady, man. Yeah, that terrified me, bro. And and that movie that was tough. I think the, the most first one. I think the most scariest movie I watched, and there's so many versions of them, was Shelter, Shutter. Have you seen that one? Nah. It's about um um this woman. She got killed, and she start hunting them, and she um she would hunt them through photos and stuff. And it was supposed to be like a true story because it, you know, they say like when you take pictures, you know, certain orbs and pictures are representing spirits. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. So, um, 
Man, what what crazy what got me was the man neck will always be hurting. Man, he always rubbing his neck. And he went to the doctor and he was like, Man, my neck hurt, and they weighed him on a scale. And this man was like a hundred and twenty-five pound man. This man weighed three hundred pounds, and the doctor didn't know why he weighed three hundred pounds. Well, this man raped this girl and killed her, okay? So at the end of the movie, all right. You know, he, my man messed up, man. He got the, the, the bent neck lady neck. You know, have you saw Hunted, Hunted Hill on yeah, Netflix? Yeah, uh-huh. the yeah. Bit, he had the bent neck lady. So anyway, you know, his neck all bent up, man. My man messed up. And, um, man, he, he trying to take pictures to see where the ghost is at because she, she's throwing things around the house and he trying to take pictures and stuff. So my man, somehow he took a picture like this. And bro, guess where she was sitting at? On his neck the whole time. This is why, and and it shows back in the movie why he weighed three hundred pounds. Why? Because she was sitting on my man's neck, and I was like, man, that's crazy. That's, like that's heavy. Like I don't want nobody sitting on my neck. No, nah, that's that's that's, <laughs> that's Black Mirror ish. Right, right. But yeah, that's the scariest movie, man. I I just seen, man. Man, some other scary stuff, man. Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. The wrestler. Mm-hmm. He uh Oh yeah, I think I heard about yeah, that. He 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 was he's been in remitten remission for leukemia since two thousand and eight and is back again. So he's he's wow. he's gotta take some time off. Man, how did he get that? Was that by? I think I think you know, leukemia I think is a uh if I'm not mistaken, it's bone marrow or mm-hmm. like your white or red blood cells, one of those. My aunt, my something to that effect. My aunt has lupus. Now. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, it's most definitely. I mean, that you know, man. Shout out to you know, and prayers out to him and his family, man. Because I mean that you really need support going through that, man. That's that's it's a tough time. They say it's not. They say it's the radiation, man, that that really makes you weak and tired, you know, because my aunt, um, she has cancer and, you know, she um, it's not she's she was allergic to all the medication that they can give her to cure her. So she's on nothing but radiation and the radiation actually like just weaken her and tear her down, man. Right. You know, and. Man, that's such a tough thing to to deal with, man. You know, um, being a family member and seeing one of your family members suffer like that after seeing him being so active or her being so active and sure. then seeing seeing them on bed rest, man. Man, it's 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 most definitely a touching thing. Definitely prayers up to anybody going through that struggle and that fight, and to the family that is supporting and the friends that are supporting that fight as well. Most definitely, um, man. I'd like to issue another thing: a speedy recovery to Justin Timberlake. He's had to postpone his New York City shows because he has bruised his vocal cords. What? If that is not the so, <laughs> so you know, you follow sports and you you play two K. Right, right, right. When that comes up on the board, <laughs> what do you think of? I, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I think of my my uncle, um, AJ. Man, we had him on the show. Shout out to um, Pastor AJ. You know, um, the Mississippi boys, man. They get out in the wilderness, man, and they holler, and that's how they learn how to sing. And you got to sing through that, man. You you got to, man. I'm shocked because as him being a professional, he should have the the vocal cords and strength to to pass through that. You got to get through that. Hey, man. now you know he's like you know. <laughs> These vocal cords is millions of dollars now. We don't want to keep strumming them. Man, you need to go get you some tea and some lemon and get through that. Speaking of shows, did you hear about Shanti? Did she singer? sell like 10? <laughs> I thought that was like a joke. Did she sell like 10? Bro, she sold 10 tickets. We 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 would have went. Would you have yeah, went? I would have went. If I knew there's only ten in there, I'd have gone. Man, Shanti got a banging body, man. I would have went. I would have went. We'd have been there. Most definitely. I would have Oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but man anyway. <laughs> why I don't understand why you canceled because they had to give her a flat fee, right? 
Sure. I, well, they you would think. So mm-hmm. this what this happening tells me this. She's either booking her own shows mm. and doesn't have a manager doing this because a manager with I would think with the Ashanti's star power, I guess it's not there, but it's not. <laughs> I would be like, "Hey, she don't show up unless there's 500 sold." <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even have known that we would have had to cancel because I wouldn't have been booked. Speaking of star power, bro, and I got a question <laughs> for you. I know you saw Black and Mirror, and I know you seen. I know you seen um, the the show with the with the stars over their head where they was ranked and they couldn't yeah. score. Who would you think her stars would be? I don't know, man. Um, <laughs> she's definitely descended. Most definitely. I, th- a fallen star. As, <laughs> you know? Most definitely. Man, I'm, t- I'm telling you, it's, it's so sad, too, because at one time, she was part of a team that was... Bro, that was crazy. ...and getting money out here, and then 50 Cent came along. It was like, you know what? If if you're going to keep listening to them, I'm going to come <laughs> at you, too. And nobody wanted that smoke. Right. Nobody. Bro, I just can't believe that... She sold only ten tickets. I don't believe that, man. Like, I mean, that's just crazy. Was she out of like, town, or was that that wasn't at home? No, that wasn't at home. Where was that? She sold. In, where I was that? Was Anaheim. A, I heard it was a college or something like that. That's BYU. I, I don't know. I don't know where it was either. But bro, was they aver- Where was the advertisement? Where was the? That's posters? what I'm saying. She had been doing this on her own. <laughs> she was like, you know what? They got me. I'm just gonna show up. Right, because something it, had to fall through. A lack of communication happened. Because even if the students don't show up, the faculty should show up. I mean, for real. You know what I mean? There's ten people not working there. Right. That's what that means. Right, bro. I just I couldn't. I felt I felt bad for her because she just came up with a new song, and I know she was ready to pop that new song off. You know, she she had that song. She had that song ready. So you was know? she by herself, or was there a Shanti featuring guest? No. I think if she was by herself, and that's what I was thinking, I was like, you should have brought somebody, you know, that that give you a touch up, you know, just like Floyd, you know, sure, you know, you should you should do that because for the simple fact is, you can't just go out there like Conor McGregor and think that you're gonna battle the champ and get tapped out. You, she got more than tapped out, man. (laughs) Man, she she. She basically showed up with a, a beach pill, <laughs> and, and nobody else was there. Oh my god! It says Fifty Cent marks Ashanti after singer sells only twenty four tickets. Of course, he mocked back, her, bro. That's a back to school concert, and they were in their dorm studying. <laughs> it was like you know what we're cool. We're cool. Who's Ashanti? <laughs> They, we're cool on that. Let's give her the benefit of that. Maybe she came out when Call of Duty came out because you know Call of Duty was a big is a big hit. Yeah, it was maybe a, she maybe she came out then. It's a bad timing for her. It, it was something. It Again, was something. she needs to to not book these things herself. Who's promoting her? Nobody. <laughs> ja, ja Rule because he's doing things that oh man, you know he he's got some questionable business practices of recently. So. Speaking of Ja Rule, you know, and it's always been a question. You know, the song New York was a killer. Yeah. Do you think he had the weakest verse on there? I think he's the weakest. (laughs) I think he's the weakest hot rapper that there might have been next to Nelly. Oh, man. You think he's better? He's better than Nelly. You think he's better than Nelly? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I think he's better than Nelly. Country Grammar was crazy. Country Grammar, so. Again, when the Abilius was here, we was talking about difference and things. Mm-hmm. Nelly's song creation ability is a better in the sense for me because I had maybe better party times mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to Nelly's songs, but I can't say that because at the man, Murder Inc. was killing it. Yeah, there was. They there was, was killing it. So they were equally I'll put them equally like Musically making great music for that time, but as an MC, I think Ja Rule's rhymes were better because mm-hmm. he had a better environment that he had to come through with the New York scene. Nelly was basically doing nursery rhymes, <laughs> down down baby, <laughs> shimmy shimmy right. cocoa pop, right? Pass it to me now. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> With batter up and there's, there's several other ones, bro. See, that's why I, I 
I hate when you make things so obvious because you're so right. Because I'm going to tell you, Nelly had me out here looking stupid. I'm going to tell you, bro, I had, let me tell you what I created with the do-rag. I put the do-rag on, you know, the strings. Yeah. I tied the strings to the front, have them hanging to the side, bro. I was out here looking like Prince. Why? <laughs> I thought I was cool. I had the, I had the, 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 um, the elbow, the elbow um, sleeve on. Yeah. I, I didn't, I couldn't, I couldn't put the band-aid on, but you know, man, had, had the strings to the side. You know, I even tied the strings in knots, bro. I had them in knots, man. Did you see anybody rocking the mask like his boy? No, no. There was a mask guy walking I, I around. I remember here. that. I remember that. I there didn't... was one guy that was copying the mask. <laughs> but what was that? Murphy Lee? No, Murphy Lee was. Uh... Yeah, Murphy Lee was probably the. He was probably the the more most talented out of the group aside from Nelly's wow. self. You You're know so what I mean, bro? I didn't think of it like that, bro. And, and and take like I said, I said this on a, another podcast. I played in in several tournaments that Nelly per, uh, put on and played in. Mm-hmm. Nelly can play ball. Murphy Lee can play ball. He can play softball. Bro, did you want the vest that he had on though, bro? Well, I remember when I was a kid and he came out with um, that song. You know what? What is that song called? Is it called Country Grammar? Grandma? Yeah. So when he came out with that song, he had the vest on when he was walking in front of the cars when. I wanted the vest, bro. I, I, don't, I wanted I don't, it. I, I, I'm a vest resistor. I, I I never wanted the vest. Uh, uh, but like Nelly was smooth, but he just wasn't like when we talking about MCing. That wasn't. He's not an MC. You think he was on steroids? Yeah, bro. He got both. Believe it. He was on. All of them dudes was on steroids. Mm-hmm. So not to air nobody out, but why not? <laughs> Timberland was on him. Man, Buster Rhymes was on. Oh, most definitely, Fifty Cent was on them. Man, LL Cool J was uh-huh, on them. Uh huh. Bro, I, I think the most dopest, well, not one of the dopest, but one of the coolest song LL Cool J had was Headsprung. I like that. That was knocking. That was dope, man. That was knocking. <laughs> he, you know, he he's known for being a ladies' man. You know, ladies love Cool James. So, but. Back in the day, I was not an LL fan because I mean, I to me, how LL got to be LL was before me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you go back and listen to it, it's primitive, but it's tough. Right, it's right, tough. Right, he's going nuts on it. Oh yeah, man, man LL Cool J is most definitely respected. Yeah, man. he's he's most for the time. Respected. He's like what? <laughs> no rapper can rap quite like I can. I take a muscle bound man, put his face in the sand. Mm. Just dang. Yeah, he was nasty. Yeah, he was nasty, man. Man, speaking of um, man support, man, shout out to TP, man. TP, man, that's my boy. He's most definitely a listener to the podcast. Man, he listens all the time. Actually, he just called me. I started to answer the phone and put him on there because he wanted me to put him on on air. But, you know, man, he man, he's a major support. He man, he he said every night, man, he had to listen to us before you go to bed, man. Shout out TP, man. Shout out Luke Hines, another super loose listener, longtime friend. We've been friends since I was sneaking over to your house, riding a bike, playing wiffle ball in the back, eating the 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 ch- chocolate dolls out of your, <laughs> your, your pantry. Shout out to Luke Hines. Dope, man. Shout out, shout out, shout out. One, man, before we get out of here, though, I want to bring this up, man. Diddy has earmarked some more money to open up his third charter school. What? We, You know, because we talked about LeBron uh-huh, uh-huh. doing his thing. Diddy... Puff Daddy got <laughs> got got one already, I believe, in Connecticut. He has one in Harlem, and he's opening up a new one in the Bronx. Man, that's the man for him to come as far as he came, bro. That's amazing. He's a hustler. He's a true hustler. Most definitely, people out here still hustling. Whatever is whatever, but I know that Nike dropped their excuse me their Colin Kaepernick line oh, today, yeah. and it was sold out. Man, bro, that's you know that's so amazing, bro, that they signed him. I heard that he's um looking to get a job for the NFL. They say. I'm sure he is. I mm-hmm. mean, he, they say he works out every day. He should be. He should be in shape if he's ready. Most definitely. Um, did you go? Did you go buy anything? Yeah. 
No, I wanted to mm-hmm. to get the. Uh, I'm not even going to give that out because you'd just see it if I had it. <laughs> but uh, there was an item that I wanted in particular, and it was Ghost when I Man. when I had the chance. Bro, I wonder when Nike revenue have went up. Man, before I want to say, so when they announced the campaign, I want to say about a week or two after that. No, mm-hmm. about two weeks after that, I want to say they they jumped up. Maybe it was like that lotto ticket, uh, wow. over a billion dollars, bro. That was maybe a, like I, I want to say it was like six. I took my hat off to them because that was a big risk. It is a big risk, and they've been a brave company their entire existence. They like I said, I've said this again. Mm-hmm. They will back the athletes that they step up and sponsor. Man, you hear the dirt that just comes up, man. When people, you know, when people make it, man, and 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 they see the star that you became, you know, Kalnick, Capricornic, if I'm saying his name right, man, he became, he be, really became known. And, uh, you know, people criticize him about not talking or not speaking and different things about the issue or what's going on, what he need, what he wants to stand for. But some girl came out and said that she pay visit to him and he calls upon her. Have you seen that? No, no, uh. Yeah, that, you know, she sleeps with him and different things like that. And it's like, it's crazy because, like, when you're on top like that, man, people just try to bring you down, you know? Yeah, that's, that's true. But, you know, with her, outside of anything else that she brings up, he's not a married man, so that mm-hmm. don't matter. Right, right. You know, whatever he talks to, I believe he's in the... I'm not a one to speak on people's relationships, so I apologize. I'm gonna jump in and jump out of this. But I believe he's with Nessa. She's a public, you know, mm-hmm. a, a personality. So uh whatever that they talk about, he he does is their business. Right. He's a he is a professional athlete. Right. A lot of things come with that. Man, he's using that vehicle, man. I'm glad it's amazing. You know, it, it <clears throat> It's it's funny to me because like there's a couple things I wonder. Colin Kaepernick, at the time he chose to kneel, wasn't the best or one of the best quarterbacks in the league anymore. Mm-hmm. You know his 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 streak of hotness had kind of ran its course. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if he had would he have still taken the same stance if he still was you know a Super Bowl contending quarterback. Mm-hmm. And had, you know, not to diminish what he's had to give up, mm-hmm. but that stage, the elite, elite stage, right? The ability to give that up for a greater cause. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's given up a lot. He is in a. Oh, he most definitely do. You know what I mean? He's in a elite platform. I don't want to take anything away from that, but that's he's he's never been in the Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, right? I and I totally agree. Right. I totally agree with what you're saying because you're absolutely right, you know, but, you know, from learning all this, I think that he's going to go down as, you know, one of the most memorable athletes, man, that done something big like on the, on the line that what Ali did because, man, that just shows like stand for what you believe in, man, whatever you believe in. Whatever that you're chasing, whatever that your heart is telling you, whatever gut feeling that you have, man, stand up for it. Because, you know, he didn't know that his life was going to be panned out like this, man. That Nike reward was a big reward for all this. Um, For us to talk about him now, man, we would not be talking about him if he didn't stand for what he believed, man. You got to you got to stand and hold your ground. And, man, I respect him the most. And it's inspiring, man, to see. You know, no, I'm not just an athlete. No, I have an opinion. No, I I have something to say. And yes, I I believe in this matter and this is wrong and this is right. And for you to be a millionaire, to to make millions and to still be you, man, that's amazing, man. And this is Intentional Danger. (laughs) 